Welcome to the Ministry Story Podcast. Churches have the greatest story on the planet to tell. Let's explore some ways that we can do that with greater effectiveness, impact, and excellence. This is episode number seven for Monday, January 31st, 2011. Welcome to the Ministry Story Podcast. Please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your ministry story. Hi, my name is uh, Adam Fry, and um, I serve as the Creative Communications Director at Central Community Church in St. Catharines, Ontario. And uh, really the focus of what I do is I lead our Creative Communications team, which includes service programming, media production, print and publications, worship and music production, audio lighting, iMag and video screens. Um, the team is comprised of about four full-time staff members and about 60, 60 volunteers. So that's kind of what I do in a nutshell here at uh, Central Community Church. And then you're also connected with a new conference that's uh, starting up in Canada. Can you give us a little bit of intro to that? Yeah, Create Conference was birthed out of a desire to help churches succeed in, in really how they communicate their story and, and the best story really ever told of Jesus Christ. And over the past several years, Central has been humbled um, to see our church grow from a church of about 400 plus to now a multi-church uh, serving a multi-church site serving over about 1,700 through our weekend experiences. So we've seen this amazing growth over the last seven to eight years um, of this just really cool things happening. But this has kind of led people to ask us what we're doing and how we're doing it and uh, looking for advice and insight. So out of, a, out of that discussion and out of that feedback, we kind, of, we, we kind of thought, well, how can we do it better? How can we actually help churches in a better way? So that's kind of where Create Conference was, was conceived and was birthed. And Create is, some, uh, create is something that our communications team at Central is kind of running with. Although we're, we're collaborating with different leaders and different creative people outside of our team, really it's a central community church-driven uh, conference, really. We're, we're the driving force behind it. Uh, we're taking all the risk and, uh, and really believing that this is something that would help our Canadian church leaders. Right. Well, you're definitely speaking my language and the same language that I've been speaking as I've started Ministry Story, which is that we have the greatest story to tell, and it's important that we use whatever tools and a special creativity that we can to communicate that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And those tools are different for each environment, but uh, there's some definitely some pieces and some standards that keeps us all connected. So Yeah. Well, it's great having a fellow Canadian on the podcast, and I'm really grateful for you taking the time out of your busy schedule to talk to us today. Um, oh, you're welcome, David. I'm excited about it. Yeah, it's it's great to to hear your perspective, so that it's not just my voice um, <laughs> in this conversation and trying to encourage other leaders, and especially leaders here in Canada where we're both working. Absolutely. Um, the Create Conference, as you said, focuses on creative communication, specifically for the Canadian church leaders. So, why was it exactly that your team felt it was necessary to create a conference specifically for Canadian church leaders? Well, we wanted to provide something unique to Canada. Um, you know, we all know that there is a dozen conferences, great conferences, uh, that our friends in the U.S. are putting on. You know, you could just go to, um, uh, you know, uh, Kent Schaefer's conference list, and you can see all of the, you know, hundreds, almost like crazy amount of conferences available uh, to you can you can go and attend to. But one thing we've realized um, is that you can go to these conferences as a Canadian church leader, and you can be inspired. Um, you go there and you see everything in its in its magnitude. You stand in this stadium filled with thousands and thousands of people, and uh, or a mega church that's just brilliant and beautiful. And 
and you, you really leave inspired, but you also leave a little bit discouraged because the gap between what you see and the gap between your current reality is so large, true. Uh, you know, when it comes to understanding of philosophy of ministry, style, cl- uh, climate, culture, budgets, volunteers. It's just such a massive gap that we were wondering, if there, is there a way that we can create a conference that has the same excellence and the same inspiration, but also leaves people encouraged and actually practically equipped to um, to do what they're doing in their specific communities. And the church, the truth is that our Canadian churches, you know, the average church is 75 to 100 people. Yeah. Uh, our church budgets are considerably smaller than that of our American friends. Um, and so, and what we invest into our creative elements, into communications, is considerably smaller. So, and that's and that's one thing. But how do we provide opportunities to to heighten those things and to benefit? our leaders in, in those resources. So that's what CREATE was really all about, is how do we create a conference uh, that Canadian church leaders can be inspired and encouraged, as well as practically equipped in the, with the right tools and resources available. Yeah, and um, this is your first year doing it too, isn't it? First year, yeah. We're taking the, the, the jump of faith and learning as we go. And uh, Scott McClellan at, at Echo Conference has been great. I've been on the phone with him many times, um, you know, seeking advice and counsel and he's been a great help but yeah we're just learning as we go and um you know taking from our our understanding of conferences we've been to as well as what we hope to see that's different than something we've seen before and uh yeah so that's kind of where we're we're coming from just kind of taking the pioneer route here well it is an interesting journey i'm sure yeah is the conference open to american church leaders and how might they uh, benefit from the uniqueness of looking at ministry through the lens of Canadian culture. Absolutely, um, you know we're we're not uh, limiting this conference to anybody. Um, we've uh, you know just recently we got an email from a girl in Texas from a church in Texas. She's creative director, and she was interested in where the closest uh, airport was to our church because she wants to bring her team up, and and we think that's great. You know, um, we're we're again we're striving for the same excellence. We. We're striving to create a, a networking and an opportunity for people to grow and to be inspired and encouraged. So whether you go to a conference in the States or you come to Canada, we're hoping you'll get, you'll get those same things. Uh, we also understand that there are churches in the States that are smaller, that do have smaller budgets that um, that can relate to it and would be able to get something out of it in that sense um, and get different resources. I just think there's just something about Canada that's that's a little bit different than the States as far as our the feel of the conference will be a little more laid back, a little more uh, relational driven, uh, community driven, in, um, instead of the big event, instead of big event driven. And maybe there's a Canadian um, and rather American church leaders who would feel that that would be something that they would prefer um, over other conferences, possibly. Yeah, and I can see that too because even though you know, the Canadian church, the average size of a Canadian church might be a little bit smaller than the U.S. The reality is what we typically hear about in the media and, and the churches that get profile in, in the American culture are typically the larger churches. But that Absolutely. doesn't mean that there aren't, you know, tons of churches sprinkled throughout the U.S. And probably still the majority of churches are under 150, 200 in size there as well. For sure. Absolutely. And, uh, and that's, I think that's something we have to understand is we have to put perspective into play. You know, uh, we hear about a small, a small percentage of the churches in the States you, you hear about. Uh, and it's not because of 
that they're the only good churches in the state. It's just, they're just the largest ones, you know. So, um, but yeah, there are tons of great churches and tons of great leaders, and I think this conference would serve that and uh, and bring these type of people together, which is great. Good. So clearly, you see, um, and I agree that the culture we are doing ministry in here in Canada is is different than the cultural environment and acceptance of church in the U.S. Let's talk about that a little bit, what you see some of those differences being, and how does a church have to adapt to those here in Canada in order to connect in a relevant way with our culture? Yeah, it's funny. We were, I was just talking about this the other day with somebody. Um, you know, it's funny. In, in Canada, we don't really have heroes. Um, for some reason, we don't celebrate heroes in uh, the same way. Uh, we don't see church leaders the same way. Um, we have to almost test the waters before we fully dive in. And I think one of the things that's different in Canada versus the States is the culture of church um, is different. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine who's an American pastor, and, you know, he's like, we got people in our community who tie to the church because they just, they just know that's what you've got to do. They don't ever go, but they just give to the church. Hmm. Uh, well, in Canada, it doesn't even happen. You know, um, people have to—they have to buy in. They have to know it's real. They have to feel it's authentic before they jump in. And so, I think we have a harder job um, in building something because you really have to sell the person and not the—not the program necessarily. Um, and so, there's that big, there's that one big difference that I see um, in our culture, in our cultural differences. What do you think? Uh, I, I would agree, I, and I also think that there is something else going on in our culture that has to do with um, maybe people just don't see church as being relevant anymore. Mm. And, and, and I'm not sure really what we can do about that, but it's not, for example, it's not built into the culture or nature of, our, of us as Canadians to, to go to church just because it's what we do. Right. And that's one thing you have to, we constantly have to understand is, is do I go to church? Is, is when I go to church? Is that just something I do, or is is, is being a follower of Christ who I am? Right. And um, you know, I think sometimes we we put ourselves in these little bubbles uh, that separate us from the world, if you want to put use that word, use that word or that term, but separate us from kind of a, the reality that you know our friends and neighbors live in. And uh, you know, we we put that we keep that arms distance because we're afraid to get you know whatever the cooties or whatever we feel we might be. But, you know, for us, the biggest thing we try to be is like, how do we just be in reach of people? Like Jesus lived his life constantly in reach of people. And when you live in reach of people, you are relevant because you're, you're in reach. You're seeing how they live. You're hearing how they talk and you're not mimicking it, but you're understanding it. And, uh, and when you respond now to their questions or their fears or their inquiries, you now have a better understanding of who they are because you are actually in reach of them. You're not separated them from them. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you use the term win the loss, it's almost like you're, you almost have to reach over this imaginary gap um, to pull them into your sector and you're, you're afraid to cross into that, into that no man's land. Uh, but I, Jesus never did that. He was constantly always within reach of people and living a, a way that was relevant and understanding the culture, understanding what they're involved in and using stories that they understood, that they related to, uh, to tell them about the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God. And, and I think that's what 
that's what real communications, that's what creativity is all about, is just understanding your culture, understanding who you're trying to reach, and speaking their language. And that sometimes takes a little bit of work, but I think ultimately that's what Jesus did when he was on the earth. Yeah, I agree with you. And I, I like that concept because I think you're hitting it on the head that maybe we as church leaders, and that's the broad spectrum of church leaders here in Canada, yep. have lost the creativity of storytelling. Yeah. Well, that get exactly. And you, when you, it's funny, you, we're doing this new, this new series on, uh, on the, the red letters, the words of Jesus and, and, uh, you know, Jesus, that's all he did. A lot of what he did, the, the, the things that people remember the most are the parables that Jesus told, the stories that he told. Um, because stories capture a heart. Stories capture imagination. We are no longer driven by facts and figures. We're driven by stories, stories that real, reveal humanity and stories that help us understand com- the complex nature of God in a way that makes sense to us. Because we're not all theologians, right? We're not all studied on the Bible and know the scriptures, you know, someone's, I read someone the other day say, if we studied our, our scriptures the most, the way we study our tweet, our tweets, you know, we'd know a lot of scripture, we'd be good theologians, but the truth is we just don't know the word, generally, the, the culture of, of Canada doesn't know the Bible, uh, they know about the Bible and they know about Jesus, but they don't know Jesus, um, and I think for us it's just to tell stories that reveal who Jesus is in a way that makes sense to them, is is a, is a great start. And eventually they have to own it and they have to grow in that. But as leaders, as communicators, we have to start that conversation and, and lead them in that direction. Yeah, because there's a big difference. I think there's a, a hunger in our culture for spirituality, but not a hunger for religion. Mm-hmm. And, there is a Absolutely. Big, and there is a big difference. Well, how do you see the difference? Well, religion is, is, is a list of duties and rituals, right? Um, and, you know, and that and religion purely happens without relationship. And and this is this is where I, I've said so many times is, you know, we have people who come to church, you know, whether that's young people or or, or old people and everyone in between, and they hear about somebody else's personal experience, you know, whoever the the, the speaker is at the time or whatever church you go to, and and they hear about the speaker get up and tell about their personal experience with with God or with Jesus. And they build their working knowledge and understanding about Jesus through somebody else's personal experience and never experience that themselves personally. And so in that way, faith can turn very much like a religion because it's a list of do's and don'ts that the lead pastor or the communicator says you need to do this or don't do this. But when you actually get to know Jesus personally, all of a sudden religion goes out the window and it's out of relationship. Mm. And so now in my relationship with my wife, if she asks me not to do this because it hurts her, then at a relationship, I say, yeah, I don't want to hurt you because I love you. So I, I don't, I'm not going to do that. Or I am going to do this because I love you and I know how much you love what I do this. Um, it's a relational thing. If it's just a duty, like do this and don't do that because it's just that's what I'm supposed to do, then, yeah, it can be very, very rigid and very relig- religious. And um, I think that the heart of God is to lead people into relationship, not into religion. And I think that the churches in Canada, and this is probably true in the U.S. as well, the churches in Canada that are focusing more on relationship are doing better and growing compared to those that are focusing on religion. Yeah, and that takes a lot of that takes leadership um, and honesty from your from your leader. You mean, and that's one thing you know we understand is that the lead pastor or the, your senior pastor, whoever, whatever you call that uh, person in your church. Um, you know, they, they set the tone for that. And if they don't live an authentic uh, 
kind of open book life, which I know is extremely scary, um, and don't present that as, hey, we're just living life together. Um, we don't have it all figured out, but we're committed to the journey. And if you know, we don't condone failure and screw ups as a as a lifestyle. But listen, if we screw up, we're not going to beat each other about it either. We're going to encourage us better to be better. And I think I think that comes through our leadership modeling authentic lifestyle and authentic faith and through relationship through honesty and through just living life together um and jesus did that with disciples right he just lived life together he did life with them and they saw him in his in his highs they saw him in his lows um and they were able to and jesus saw his disciples in those moments and he used the low moments to be able to to build his disciples up and um and not chastise them or segregate himself from them and i think i think if we we can learn from jesus on that Absolutely. Now let's talk about the streams that you have set up in the conference itself. So what are those Great. streams and why did you choose them and how do you see those helping a church leader in Canada? Again, yeah, okay. Um, well, we talk about communications. And so in, in our context as a church, uh, I just kind of, we were just thinking, how do we break down communications and what, how many streams would that look like and what kind of forms of communications do we do? And so that just kind of helped us bring it down to basically our five streams. So we have our arts stream, which is really geared for the leader who's looking to take their corporate worship experience uh, to the next level. So both in working with your volunteers, to your presentation, to encouraging implementing your own creative expressions. So really when we talk about the arts stream, uh, it's, it's geared to the artist as far as the musician, the worship leader, um, the person who's in charge of that corporate, uh, corporate gathering or the corporate worship experience. Because um, that's a huge part of every church, obviously. In most churches, it's the first, you know, 40 minutes of the service, right? Mm-hmm. So where that leader is really in charge of that. So how do, you, how do you schedule, how do you work with your volunteers, and how do you create a presentation um, that's great, that's going to help you communicate your story and through song? Uh, the second stream is design, and that's really geared to the leader who wants to grow in their print and publications and gain a better working knowledge of, you know, Photoshop and branding choosing right pictures and knowing where to look for free and inexpensive resources. And this is the one thing that um, we're really driving home is that the streams are more answering the how questions. Uh, the main sessions are going to be philosophical. They're going to be answering the why, like why do we have to change? Why tell stories? Why simplify our message? Um, why use illustrations? Why use visuals? But the, um, but the streams and our we just we really again this comes down to the equipping we just really want to equip our leaders so when they leave this conference they can say yeah I know how to do this I've learned how and I can do this tomorrow because I've been equipped um, and so when it comes to for you know looking for inexpensive resources like I'm constantly online looking for uh, websites and blogs and developers and graphic designers who are giving up resources that you can use as a church for free or inexpensively. And um, there are tons of resources out there, and a lot of people just don't know about them, but they're made available. So we want to show you where, where these resources are and how you can utilize them uh, for, your, for your benefit in presenting your message through visual aid. Uh, the third stream is video. And, of course, we're moving into a video era. So this is really geared to those who desire to introduce video into their weekend experiences. We understand that there are going to come who have a desire but have no working knowledge. And so from the grassroots of, you know, movie making 101, how to just, you know, create a simple testimony video. Um, 
or who's wanting, or, and or to the to the person who to the videographer who's really wanting to hone up their skills and understanding what equipment is needed to you know to shoot a mini movie or uh, to take their video to the next level. So kind of working in that element as well as multi-site, talking about what is multi-site church looks like. And you know, we're starting to see that this growing demographic now of churches going multi-site driven, video based driven. So what does that look like? Um, how do you create a multi-site? What gear do you need to be able to do that? What are the options? in that as you grow as a church and wanting to expand, what are some steps you can take in that? Um, and our fourth one is web, which is again geared to the leader who wants to heighten their online presence and communication. So um, like never before, everyone has an opinion and wants to share share it with you, right? So we can learn how to streamline what you're saying and, and present it in a way that people get, uh, get what you're trying to say and can follow it. So we're talking from blogging to website development to making your existing website kind of work for you and how to maintain it and uh, simplify what you're trying to say. And the fourth, the last one rather, fifthly, is voice. And really this speaks to more communications, vocal communications. Uh, and this is really a stream for the leader, um, the leader who leads leaders. Uh, and it's a stream that will work with the lead pastor or team leaders and how you can lead your team or community through cre the creative shift. Maybe you want to be there, but you're not really sure how to get there. Uh, understand the importance of team and preparation, execution of your creative ideas. Uh, you know, I'm really excited about this stream, and I, I really, really want to see many lead pastors as possible come and, and learn in this stream, is because we're really focused on you know understanding the process and, and preparation, the six months advance, uh, working towards what you're trying to produce and uh, and create. So, those are the five streams: so arts, design, video, web, and voice uh, are the five streams that we're offering. Um, at the conference. Well, and I think those really nicely cover a broad spectrum that can, if, if a church were to bring its team to this conference, I really see that, that you're, you're hitting most of the key points that would definitely help them in that storytelling process, both internally and externally to do that with greater excellence. Right? Yeah, and that's what our goal is. Our goal, again, is not, uh, is, this is our hope, our hope rather, is that this doesn't turn into a media and technology conference, that you just have to be the media guy in your church to appreciate it. Uh, but this is something as a staff, I just got a call the other day from a church in uh, in Ontario here, and they're, they're wanting to bring up their whole staff and even some of their board members as they're looking now into launching multi-site, and, and they want to learn together and how to, how to all the elements work together. And I think there's something about that, because communications is communications. Um, Whatever tools and resources and mediums you use, that's secondary. But how do you communicate is first, and then what tools can you use to communicate better is the second question. So um, we're hoping that we, we just answer the communications. How do we just communicate uh, the best story ever? And it does start from the top. It does start from our, our spoken word, and we utilizing all the other mediums to our, that we have at our exposure. So Right. Now... I had originally had a bunch of questions that I thought would be very interesting for people to hear from a conference organizer and get your perspective on organizing a conference from the perspective of marketing and social media and all of that stuff. But I don't want this particular podcast to be too long, so maybe I can get you to come back and be a guest with us after the conference and share some of your post-conference thoughts. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm still learning as we go. We're we're just kind of it's a you know just stumbling through the growing process of it all, but. Yeah, I would love to talk about after the, the recap of what we learned and what worked and what didn't work and um, and what we're going to fix for next year's conference. So Yeah, because I think that that's helpful and beneficial to a church leader as well because a lot of times 
um, you know, a lot of things are learned in this type of a process, but then if it's not shared, then other leaders don't end up benefiting from the good and the bad in that experience. Absolutely. And it's not just a conference. It's any really event of, of importance, right? Exactly. And uh, as churches, we don't maybe, maybe we don't throw conferences all the time. Um, but we, we plan events. We plan things that are important to us that we want people to buy into and hear about and, and, uh, and, and come to. And so it's more than just throwing a conference together. It's how do you provide, provide an event uh, and build and prepare for an event with your team that, uh, that people know about and buy into and then attend so and get something out of it. So there's lots to learn in, uh, in this. And we're learning as we grow and excited that there's people around us that we can go, go to and glean from. And, and uh, yeah, so we're just learning as we grow. That's right. Now, just as we wrap up, why don't you give a quick overview of who the keynote speakers are and um, maybe why you chose one or two of them specifically? Okay. Yeah, so we're really excited this year to uh, have – uh, five keynote speakers. Um, again, in, in a Canadian conference um, tradition, you know, at least the conferences that I hear about a lot, you know, you have maybe one or two keynote speakers, and they're there for the whole weekend. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, they're there for the whole weekend, and and that's great. It gives them an opportunity to build on each each session. But for us, we just really wanted to get a buffet almost of of information and experience that as leaders we can glean from and understanding that there are certain leaders that we're going to we're going to get a lot from and there's others that you know are we just naturally grab to so uh so this year we got phil cook and phil cook is uh, coming to us from la um he is a video director he's a communication strategist uh he's been he works in the uh, hollywood industry as far as doing commercials as well as working with non-for-profits in large churches so he understands excellence from the from the from his video production world, but he also understands working with churches and understanding that demographic. And so we're really excited to have him with us as our, our final keynote speaker on the Wednesday night. We also have Craig Rochelle, um, who obviously is the lead pastor at LifeChurch.tv. Um, he is unable to be with us live because uh, he's away, but he's putting together a special video presentation, which is actually really awesome in the sense that the way our church communications is rolling with video and satellite sites and uh, video teaching, it just speaks to the fact that, hey, this is a new way of doing it. And uh, Craig Rochelle obviously is one of the leaders with LifeChurch.tv in, in this whole video venue. So we're excited that, to have him, not in person, but he's going to send a video specially tailored to uh, create the conference. So we're excited about that. We have Bill Markham, who is our lead pastor at Central Church, and he's been here at Central through the process of change, um, through our growth through 400 to now 1,700 multi-site. Um, he is one of the best Canadian communicators I know. Uh, is able to take the complex... <laughs> the complexity of God and make it so understandable for us as um, as followers of Christ and understand he's an amazing guy and I know people are going to be blessed uh, to hear his his, his speech and uh, hear him communicate. Uh, we have Ken Mayer. She is our communications director at Granger Community Church. Uh, she's a blogger, uh, an author. She's worked in the business world with communications and web development. Really excited about what she brings to the table. I'm actually just reading her book right now called uh, Less Clutter, Less Noise and you know, just marking it up like crazy because she's just full of wealth and information and just tidbits of things that we can apply, uh, simple things that we can apply and understand. So really excited about her. And as well, Scott McClellan, who is the editor of Collide Magazine, which is a media and technology magazine uh, for churches, and the forthcoming Echo Hub, uh, which is their new project. And then he's also the Echo Conference Director. So he's got a lot of wealth and experience. He's 
he knows a lot of people, he knows the industry, and his his life is working with churches and how to communicate better and tell their stories. So providing resources and profiling stories and churches that are doing it. So really excited that he's going to come and um, and just be part of this this first venture uh, of, of Create Conference. So those are the five keynotes that we have. Plus we have a, a wealth of other streams and uh, stream speakers and morning speakers. And uh, so we're we're really excited about this conference this year. For sure. It's definitely action-packed, and you've got some great um, people there that can speak from their wisdom. And, and I know that anyone that's going to hear those speakers, I've heard Phil before, and uh, he's been a guest on the podcast a few weeks back. So, you know, I think um, you, you've really hit a home run with the caliber of speakers that you've got coming. Can you give great. A, Yeah, we're excited. Yeah, it's going to be good. I, I, I would love to be able to say I can be there. I can't promise it because it's a long journey from Halifax to Toronto, but uh, you never know. Yeah, you never know. It's going to be worth it, though. It's, you know, it's, um, it's, it's a shorter drive or a shorter flight than going to, the, going to Texas. <laughs> there is no doubt about <laughs> though that. Though it's not as hot. Yeah, exactly. But it'll be exactly. nice anyway. Although the weather's nice in early June. Give us the, the details of when it is and the registration details. Absolutely. So the conference is uh, June 6 to 8, 2011 of this year. And uh, it's going to be in St. Catharines, Ontario, which is just kind of in the Niagara area, Niagara Falls area. Um, and the conference details are all online. If you go to createconference.ca uh, and fall under register, you see all the prices and the, and the registration dates. Right now we're in our early bird rate, so it's $129 a person uh, up to the end of this month, up to end of February, rather. And uh, so we're excited about that. But you can click on the register there, and it walks you through the, uh, the online registration. And uh, all the hotels and information is on our website as well. So anything you need to know about conference registration prices um, is all on our website, uh, at createconference.ca. Great, and I'll provide the link in the show notes. And we just really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to, to share with us all about that today. And we'll look forward to getting you back here maybe in June or July with, uh, with a little bit of a recap of how the whole experience went. Absolutely, David. Great. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Thank you for joining us for today's Ministry Story Podcast. Feel free to post any comments you may have on ministrystory.com. Our podcast theme song is Could This Be the End of the Hiding by The Contact, who can be found at thecontactmusic.com. Please join us every Monday for another inspirational conversation designed to increase ministry effectiveness as we share the greatest story ever told.